0: Welcome to the Duathlon Show, on this episode, How I Lost 25 Pounds Training for Duathlon. I got into cycling in March 2020 and signed up for my first duathlon in February of 2022. Up until then, and as long as I can remember as an adult, I weighed around 185 pounds, or 84 kilograms. I'm 6 feet 1 inch tall, or 185 centimeters. That always put me in the healthy range of the BMI calculator at around 24.4 on the body mass index scale. This was my weight in the era of my life when I played soccer once a week and went to the gym once a week. Then I stayed roughly that weight after the pandemic hit and I replaced soccer and gym with cycling. In February of 2022, I signed up for my first duathlon with my girlfriend. A duathlon being a run, bike, run event, I knew I had to start run training for the first time. I was already pretty fast on my road bike but had no running experience. I was never a member of the track team in high school. I never ran cross country ever. I never ran a race in my life, not even a 5k. The girlfriend was already a runner with several half marathons under her belt, but I didn't even own running shoes and the race was a month away. So I went out to the local running store and bought a pair of Hoka's. Clifton 8 was the model name of the shoe I bought. I tried on several brands at the store that day, but was impressed by the way the hokas rolled you forward and rocked you onwards, with a sort of upside-down rainbow shape to the sole as it struck the ground. They call this rocker geometry. They were also very comfortable, with a lot of cushioned foam, which I wanted as a newbie runner, uncertain of how my body might react to the pounding of the pavement. I was right to be concerned. I went on my first ever training run for duathlon around two and a half miles at about 7.25 per mile pace. That's four kilometers at 4.36 or 4.37 per kilometer pace. My calf muscles hurt so badly for the next few days that I thought I had seriously injured myself. I strained both my calves in every muscle and in every place. That's, that's what I thought. Like, the whole calf, strained, upper and lower, all strained, every single fiber, that's how it felt. After my first couple runs, I really thought the calf pain was a normal thing all runners experienced after every run. I was truly unprepared. I thought you were all insane, you runners, and desperately wanted to go back to cycling. Now, of course, I ran during my life as a soccer player, but that sort of running apparently was a much different effort from my poor calves. They never hurt so bad for a soccer game. And I literally never ran more than one mile occasionally at the gym on the treadmill. I would dash out one mile as fast as I could to get it over with. I really disliked running, but I would sprint one mile at maybe 640 mile pace because that was 9 miles per hour on the treadmill dial, and everyone likes round numbers, and I wasn't able to achieve 10 miles per hour, which is a 6 minutes per mile pace at that point in time, so... None of the foam roller stuff I did for this calf pain worked. None of the extra stretches I did changed the overall picture. They didn't alleviate any of my pain for the first couple runs. What changed over the first month and beyond of my running career was simply that my leg muscles adapted. The calves got stronger. CBD topical cream was helping a little bit with the pain afterwards, but really it was time and persistence that healed the wounds. I let the super sore calves rest for a few days after the very first duathlon training run. I did an easy bike ride a few days later and then tried running again a few days after that. The calves still hurt like hell, but they got better eventually. I quote from Mark Fidil, the clinic director of the Sports Medicine Institute of Palo Alto quote, Generally, someone may experience sore calves when running for the first time, coming back from time off, during a period of increased speed work, or during a period of increased mileage. In each one of these circumstances, the calf muscles are adapting to the stress. From the increase in activity. So, this is a message to all the new runners out there your calves will adapt. Your legs won't be so sore after run number 12 or 15 or 24 as they are after run number one. I lived through it, and at least that was my experience. After nine more runs over the first month of running, I was ready to race my first duathlon. When I bought the shoes, I weighed 187.6 pounds, or 85.1 kilos. That's actually a bit more than the rough average of 185 I quoted for myself at the top of this episode. By race day, I was down to 181.4 pounds, or 82.3 kilograms. i would lost 6.2 pounds in a month, thanks to only 10 runs. Data here is courtesy of my Garmin Connect, I was doing weigh-ins on an irregular basis and recording them on the Garmin app. Most of my training runs consisted of a short warm-up, me running to Central Park here in New York City, and then between two and a half to five miles at around seven and a half to eight and a half minutes per mile pace. This was just me running, winging it, no training plan, doing various routes in the park. Keep in mind, I didn't set out to lose weight. I set out to prepare for the first race of any sort that I was ever going to do in my life, a duathlon of 2.2 miles run, 10 miles bike, and then 2.2 miles run. After one month of training, really just exercising with no plan, I completed my first race, the March Classic Duathlon, in 30th place overall. I completed the first running leg with a pace of 7.12 and the second running leg with a pace of 7.18. I was delighted with the fact that I finished and I impressed myself with my finishing position. 30th out of 163 and 6th out of 17 in my age group. Suffice it to say that I was hooked on duathlon at that moment. I was committed to both the bike and to the running shoes. And I was losing weight. I didn't set out to lose weight. I considered myself to be living a more or less healthy lifestyle before duathlon but exercising in the pursuit of duathlons was definitely making me more healthy. Many of us have problems motivating ourselves to get outside or get to the gym or hop on the treadmill or the indoor trainer or whatever the exercise might be. I'm one of those people. I used to dread going to the gym. I motivated myself with the knowledge that I was paying for a gym membership and I'd be throwing away my dollars if I didn't use the facilities. That's an extrinsic negative motivation. It worked, but I never had a smile on my face. I never looked forward to the gym. I never even looked forward to my soccer league games when I was playing soccer. It was fun when I got there and the game began, but I sort of always dreaded getting ready and traveling to the games. Again, it was an extrinsic negative motivation. I paid for this league and I'm not going to throw away my money, plus I don't want to leave my teammates shorthanded on the field. I was 30 whole years old when I began to look forward to physical exercise for the first time in my life. It started with cycling and then two years later it developed into running as well. What was my secret? What changed? I fell in love with the data and the tracking of the progress. Strava changed everything for me. I loved cycling or running the same segments over time and watching myself get faster as I got stronger, leaner, more technically confident. Timing myself first with a stopwatch on the iPhone, then with the Strava app on the phone... Then with Garmin smartwatches and my bike computer, this allowed me to gamify my training. At work, I looked forward to the afternoon or evening when I'd be able to go out for a run or for a bike. I enjoyed feeling faster and having fun with my progress. The weight loss was a secondary positive bonus result of my new positive intrinsic motivation to work out. Four months after buying the running shoes, I was down to 175.4 pounds, or 79.5 kilos. Message to cyclists looking to lose a bit of weight. Try running. I cycled for two years, not trying to lose weight, and I didn't lose weight. I added running to the mix for four months, also not trying to lose weight, and I lost 12 pounds. At this stage, I was preparing for my first ever running race a 5k in July. I was at around 173 pounds when I ran this race. I finished in 20 minutes and 9 seconds. That's a six and a half minutes per mile pace or around four minutes and two seconds per kilometer. I ended up 15th overall and second in my age group. I couldn't believe it. I was so pleased. An age group podium in my first running race. And by the way, not a single interval was performed over this whole journey. No coaches, training plans, or training peaks accounts were harmed in the making of this program. I heard Hans van Dyck and Ron van Megen on the Endurance Innovation podcast. They are running scientists and performance engineers interested in running power. According to them, weight loss is directly proportional to run speed. Lose 15% body weight, run 15% faster. Later we'll see if that math matches with my performances. I'll only compare my race times because I can never truly replicate race speeds in training. For me, there's a special boost of adrenaline involved in a real race that allows me to dig deeper and go faster than in training. After the 5k, I kept training for duathlons. Seven months after the first duathlon, I raced a second one on the same course and trimmed seven minutes from my time. I was 181.4 pounds at the first duathlon. I was 167 pounds for the second one. Let's compare some times. In the first duathlon, my first run of 2.2 miles, I did that in 16 minutes and 41 seconds. The second duathlon, seven months later, I ran the same distance in 14 minutes and 13 seconds. This represented a 14.78% decrease in running time and a 7.93% decrease in weight. Overall finishing time for the second race, not just the first running leg, was 10.68% faster. I weighed around 164 pounds when I ran my second ever 5K in November of 2022. I had just finished my third ever duathlon on a new course in Brooklyn, and was bringing that fitness into a Thanksgiving turkey trot. I ended up running that course in a 1949, that's a pace of 6 minutes and 23 seconds per mile. This represented a 1.6% decrease in my 5k time over 4 months. It was actually a 5.2% decrease in weight from 173 to 164. So my pace was actually lagging behind the weight decrease, but no worries, dear listener. I've got a great excuse. The Turkey Trot 5K had a harder course than that first 5K, and also I blew myself up a little bit by going out too hard because I was trying to keep up with the local high school track kids at the front of the race during mile one. My third and so far most recent 5K came in April of this year, 2023. By that point, I had hit my current and what I believed to be new normal weight of around 160 pounds. This race had sort of a sneakily brutal course with a bunch of egregious hills dropped in the parkour. It was like a medium mountain stage or a rolling hills breakaway stage in the Tour de France. I finished this most recent 5k in 18 minutes and 50 seconds or 6 minutes and 4 seconds pace. That was a 6.5% decrease over my first 5k time 9 months earlier, and a 7.5% decrease in weight. I came 3rd overall in this race, my first overall podium in a running race. It was also my 2nd ever sprint finish in a race. I lost it comprehensively. I was beaten by the 2nd place finisher, who was also the 1st woman overall. She passed me with about a mile to go in the race. I got in her slipstream and was just about able to follow her pace, which she steadily began to increase in the last kilometer. We sprinted in the last meters, but I was on the limit and never even got close to being even with her. Forget about coming around her. And she beat me comfortably. A month later, in May of 2023, I ran my fifth ever duathlon on the same course where I ran my first, in beautiful Central Park, New York City. The first run leg I did in 13 minutes and 24 seconds. That's 19.6% faster than the first race. And the decrease in weight from 187.6 down to 160 was 14.7%. My overall time for the most recent duathlon was 55 minutes and 52 seconds, 11 minutes faster than my original time. That was 16.4% faster. Oh, and did I mention I won the race first place overall? Not bad. One thing I'm looking forward to is this July when I'll be able to run the original 5K race course again. It was a really flat course right by the water. When that race happens, I plan to report back with a new episode of The Duathlon Show where I compare my times over one year and we will see if I improved, and if so, how much. If you're interested in following along with more of my racing journey, visit the link in the show notes to my website's race results page. So, I've settled into what's probably going to be my new normal weight range of around 160 to 162 pounds. I started at 187.6. So perhaps I've lost more than 25 pounds, but 25 sounds better than 27. And I never really changed my diet along the way either. I simply began exercising more and looking forward to exercise because I was inspired by duathlon. Before then I was cycling and maintaining, but as soon as I began training for duathlon and adding runs, I began losing weight. I wanna leave you with some tips. First, Health and weight loss are very personal. My experience and yours will not be the same. Consult with your doctor for any health concerns. Next, don't weigh yourself every day. Water and plenty of other factors can cause bigger differences in your current weight than did your last meal or your last workout. Don't be disappointed if you don't see immediate results. Consistency is key. If you have an uneven tile or wooden floor in your home, make sure you're putting your scale in the same spot when you weigh yourself. Various different spots in my apartment have multiple pounds of variation. Just keep that variable consistent by always weighing yourself on the same tile of your bathroom floor. And finally, try not to train in order to lose weight. It's easier when you have another motivation, like improving your time in a duathlon or beating your time in a 5k, or increasing your cycling FTP, or training to complete a specific race distance for the first time. Or maybe you want to gain the KOM on a local segment, or just beat your own PB on a local hill. Let weight loss be secondary. Health and happiness come first. Weight will follow. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Duathlon Show. On this episode, we discussed how I lost 25 pounds training for Duathlon. I hope you sign up for a Duathlon Race, and I hope you can find some healthy inspiration in it. Duathlon has changed my life for the better. I hope it might do the same for you. Stay dry, everyone. You can follow the Duathlon Show on Twitter and YouTube at the Duathlon. Questions or comments, the Duathlon Show at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a good rating and review on the platform where you found it and tell your friends. You can support The Duathlon Show by donating at ko-fi.com slash theduathlonshow.